Dot Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast, roast battles. battles. Featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments. Visit us on the web at dotcomedy.us. Meet the crew, check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. Dot Comedy, www.dotcomedy.us. We're back, folks. We're back. It's a new year. And the Rat Comedy family is back once again. I'm way too tired for it to be a new year. <laughs> I think this year should be postponed. Postponed until 2017? That sounds like a good plan to me because I'm tired of shit, too. <laughs> I need, a nap. <laughs> need a nap. Need a 2016 nap. I need a vacation for my vacation. Sounds about right. Ooh. I've got a mute blue this week. It's Mike's all way low. <laughs> oh, man, folks, we are back once again in the lab in the basement in Beltsville. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, coming to you live with another one of those other ones joined each and every week by my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joey, check in with the people. As opposed to another one of those another ones. <laughs> yeah, we can have another one of those another ones. And also, intern Blue. Say it again, Blue. What's up, people? Speak loudly, Blue. I am. What's up, people? Jesus Christ, that sounds very low. I'll work on that throughout the show. But Blue, welcome. Folks, welcome. It is now 2016, and the Dot Comedy team has put to bed another exciting year in Dot Comedy. We have done some things. Like a swaddling babe. That are miraculous in nature. And we have we have done miraculous things. We we and you know, hey Joey, you know what started twenty sixteen for me? What started twenty sixteen for you? I went and bought a Powerball ticket, Joey. Oh, you did? I went and bought one. You know why? Why? I'm gonna win nine hundred million dollars. No, you're not. Because I'm gonna win a billion. Because I'm gonna <laughs> wait till all of you lose, and when it hits a billion, I'll be like, win billionaire. <laughs> I was gonna buy one when it was at like five hundred, and I was like, "No." I bought I, one at five hundred. This I bought one at five hundred, then I stopped, and I bought another one at uh, at I think it was seven fifty. I bought another one, and then I looked at the at the uh, totals today, and they were like nine hundred thousand dollars. I was like, you know, nine hundred million dollars. You know what I said, Joey? That's a lot of money. That's you know what money that is, Joey. That is fuck you money. Yeah. <laughs> what? That is what you say to all your friends and family when you win that kind of money. I'm, I'm looking at it in terms of the after taxes money, and I'm thinking if you get a billion, you're good. Like you, Even if they take half of it. Hey, you still got half, you got half you still a billion. You still got half, half a billion. You still got 500 million. Well, you, you don't walk away with that. You walk away with, uh, I think, the the cash option is seven hundred no, 640. Six hundred forty million dollars. So now that's what? your cash out. That's they, they, that's if you take it as a lump sum. If you take it as a lump sum, fuck that. See, Pay me my lifetime benefits. I agree, but I, I'm taking I'm taking the cash option because I I can leave. Uh, that's shit. my that's my paycheck. I don't need a job no more. <laughs> <laughs> so that. but then but then you pay taxes on it, and taxes on that is roughly half. Mm. So you pay half of the taxes on that. So you're talking about truthfully going home 
with $320 million. I did the rough calculations, Joey. You know how much money I've roughly earned in my entire life? For 32 years, the DJ Marcus has struggled and strived. Nothing near that. $800,000. I knew it was under a million. Yes. So I made $800,000 in my entire life. That's an average of my salary over my entire life. I haven't mm. been making my salary my entire life. Yeah. I had some good years, too. DJ Marcus did sell that hit single, uh, banging in a stall to those uh, Asian kids, which he, which he in turn turned into the empire known as Die Comedy. Mm. And we also had uh, – so there there been, have been good years for DJ Marcus, but at the end of the day, I have not made that much money in my lifetime. I'm I sure say, I probably made less. Yeah, probably so. I say that I could probably live off of a million dollars for the rest of my life and be happy with it. Yeah, I, I'd probably be happy with something similar to that. Yeah. My, my thing is this, like, I uh, went, w- as you know, I went to New York recently. Yeah. And nor- this time, normally I just go to New York City, but this time I actually went to upstate New York. Okay. Um, fun fact about upstate New York, That's where the uh, money is made. it is so rural that there are no street lamps on the highway. No like, I would, get it, <laughs> I would get it on, like, the back streets there, but the highway had no lights, um, which is good and bad because it makes it really hard to find out which house you're pulling into. And to anyone who's living in one of those houses I pulled into looking for my cousin's house, I'm sorry. I had to use your driveway to turn around six times. Got to turn around. But uh, when I finally got there and got to look up, you could see stars. I forgot they were there. Forgot stars existed? You know what I saw, Marcus, for the first time in my life? The Big Dipper? No, I've seen that before. Little Dipper? No. A uh, shooting star. A shooting star. Oh, wow. I wished upon a star. You know you know when the last time I saw a shooting star? When Blue bent over at Union Jackson Wednesday night. No, that's a shooting moon. Yeah. <laughs> that's a shooting moon. <laughs> I, Sorry I wished about a, that. I wished upon a star, and I wished for unprecedented success. So I'm going to win a billion dollars. Yes. That's what that means. So that's why I, I held my. Is that the only way to get unprecedented success? Is to win a billion dollars? It's the it's the most direct route. That's the direct route. Okay, I can. I'm cashing that. in my. This is my success. On that, I'll cash in my wish. Okay. All that. right. So here's here's the question. Here's the question for the entire room. You win the Powerball. How do you quit your job? I don't. You don't. Okay, Blue. You work. See. <laughs> Actually, well, here's the thing. I don't quit my job because my job is ending. I'm getting <laughs> laid off anyway. Blue will be unemployed in the next. I'll be unemployed March first. Yeah, two months. So blue's blue, blue basically. If he hit the Powerball tomorrow, it'd be the luckiest break of anybody on earth. Yep. I right. bring Jim? a task cam. Okay. And record myself for the day, and I would answer the phone calls in a different character every call. <laughs> I could see that happening. And then when they come to talk to me about it, I would start throwing feces <laughs> and act like a monkey. Cause so much so that they have to call animal control to remove me from the office. Wow, that's a inter- that's an interesting way to quit. But they can't because I'm working from home that day. <laughs> so <laughs> you're throwing feces at your wall? Yeah, I didn't think that out. <laughs> I didn't think that part through. All right, here's here's what here's what happens if I win. Okay. Folks, this is this is the best way and the perfect way to quit your job. You go to work for two more weeks. Because remember, I work at Walmart. So I will continue to work for two more weeks. At the end of two weeks, I will drive my car, my new car, 
the black Escalade XXL <laughs> that I will be buying because I have a billion dollars, damn near. I will drive it up to the front of the store. I will call the store. I will call a bomb threat to the store. <laughs> oh, no. And have everyone come out of the store. And then I will throw my keys at my store manager's chest and drive off on two wheels, <laughs> yelling, as Ashy Larry did it on the Chappelle show, I'm rich, bitch! <laughs> And I would keep fucking driving, and that's how you quit your job. If you're a member of Die Comedy, if you're a member of the world. The thing is, you have to do that while not getting arrested for calling in the bomb threat. Eh, It's a half bomb threat. I'll say it's a clock bomb. You you did give them a little. (laughs) 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 Look, I made a clock. It's in aisle four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. but That's great. You can just blame them for being racist about your clock. There you go. And I win again because then I get to meet the president and Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. Because I'm clock man. I don't know how I feel about it. You were a man. <laughs> like when he was a kid, it was impressive because it was a clock that he built by hand. You're an adult man. You're building a tiny I just, clock. I just talk like this the whole time. I want to meet Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> God, they come, they come to get you. You're wearing a helmet. <laughs> you guys are going to hell for Oh, my bit. goodness. But that comedy had a very interesting year. Um, we did. We had... Our comedian of the year, because again, this is the first podcast of the new year. You have heard the BJ episode, which I'm sure you. I'm trying to remember what we were doing this time last year. Uh, planning Sonoma's, I think. No, yeah, we weren't no, that we far were, along. We were playing Sonoma's. I think it was. Oh, I was crippled. That was. Yeah, fun. Yes. you were in the hospital. Joey, Joey was. In I wasn't in the hospital yet. I was in the hospital the last week of January, and I remember because I got out. I luckily got out on my birthday. Yes. Joey? You were in the hospital for like two weeks. No, it was <laughs> just a week. Joey was having multiple surgeries to enhance who he is as a human being. Uh, Blue was somewhere masturbating nine times out of ten. Usually. And DJ Marcus was somewhere getting annoyed by numerous people, especially his baby mama. But it's just another day in dot comedy anyway. But in, over the year, what we, do we... We opened some venues. We, we opened venues, venues. We closed venues. We had Sonoma's in Columbia. We opened for how many months, Joey? Uh, we were there for like three or four months. We were there for four months, and then we, we closed that We did a competition there. Yep. Uh, uh, we, we bought on some uh, new... <laughs> co-host to the we dot comedy family we, came, we gained and lost family members we gained yep. family members and we lost them uh we currently have the current roster of dot comedy host and family members mr jesse revis mr bj butler and miss candace august and uh joey lafaro as well as one of the hosts for dot comedy um, <laughs> well we had we had we had some interesting stuff i've got to go to new york for the first time last year and okay. got hooked on that so <laughs> i mean a couple times but like that was the first time I got to do that in a blizzard, which was badass. Yeah, you 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 were doing big things, going to New York and shit. Um, DJ Marcus <laughs> made a pie. Um, <laughs> Two thousand fifteen was the he year did, year and of you ate the pie. Yes, you the year like of you pie. Ate a lot of pies. Blue, <laughs> see, I could go on you right now, but I'm gonna leave it alone. Hey, I know I look like I ate a lot of pies as well. You, you look like you went to Subway, <laughs> Fogel. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah! Sassy. Take that one. <laughs> oh man, but folks, that comedy and we had started a, the podcast. Yes, we did start the podcast, and uh, we the podcast grew and evolved. It uh, it morphed into what it currently is, which is three guys busting balls and trying our best not to fuck up things. And, and we did a showcase. We did a showcase. We did a showcase last, last year. year. We did that was our 
Four our showcase? one, our third, and our only one for the year. For the year, yeah. yeah. And um, we're gonna do better this year, people. We oh, promise. Yeah. We'll be having showcases. We we're not gonna promise any dates, but we will have showcases throughout the year. Uh, because Dot Comedy is, if anything, we are of the people, for the people, and by the people. And Dot Comedy loves DC comedy, loves DC art in itself. So we're going to be we working hard. Up, should we bring them up to date on the Comedian of the Year? Comedian of the Year competition? But we, so in case you missed it, our, uh, our we had, we had, we, like we discussed la- our last episode. Yep, the B.J. Butler episode. Before that um, holiday break, we were, we were right at the semifinals. We ended up with our four finalists, and they competed, and we ended up with uh, ch- crowning a champion of Mr. Chris Lawrence. Uh, he I was did looking for the timpani, but okay. an entirely different set for his final, final set, yeah. set for his finals set, as opposed to his semifinals. In both rounds, they had to do ten minutes. So you got a guy who can do twenty minutes, uh, which is exciting, and he'll be having his taping coming up in February. Um, he'll also be headlining. Our winter showcase, our first of the year, on January thirty first at Viva Bar. All right, man. We're doing big things in twenty sixteen. So we conf- we did confirm for Viva Bar. Yes, we did. All right. So here's okay, the way. Great. Here's and the way this should have went. I'll be turning thirty one, and apparently there's some type of roast thing that's going to happen. Yeah, we're going to so roast a pork sandwich. If you want to see, <laughs> if you want to see pork, pork fat <laughs> drip off the spigot. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Here's here's the way that should have went, okay, folks. And we in 2015 we finally named our comedian of the year, and he was Chris Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, that sounded horrible. I need to fix that. You need a new damn soundboard. The, re- the research staff sucks at dot com. <laughs> God. Oh, man, but this week on the Dot Comedy Podcast, we do have some uh, fun happening. Uh, we have a special guest this week on the podcast. Uh, he'll be phoning in with us in a few minutes. Uh, he is Mr. Omar Terrell. Omar Terrell is a local comedian. Uh, boy turned good, gone gone away, come back, and living his life. And he's going to join us in the next segment on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be back with that and more. That we'll see you. Like me challenge. Let's go like, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, hey, hey, turn up. Ooh, ooh, ha, ha, hey, hey, turn up. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, 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 hey, hey, turn up. Hey, Joey. What up, Marcus? Can you whip? Can you whip like me? Can I whip like you? Can you sexy walk like me? Uh, I feel like I need to turn up first, but I need a phone to turn up because I don't have anything to turn up on. Like, <laughs> I don't have any volume nods on my person. Oh man! Oh man! This is the, this is the new dance the kids are doing. <laughs> don't look at me like that. It the kids like are doing it. It sounds like a song. How is it a dance? Oh. It's, it's a whole dance thing. I've seen people do it. It's really fun. Oh, you're saying this song has a specific dance? Yes, it does. Oh, man, folks, and we are back here in the lab in the basement of Beltsville. It's your boy Joey LaFaro and DJ Marcus coming back again. And as promised at the open of the Dot County Podcast, we have a very, very, very special guest on the, what, what do we call it, the uh, Pizza Papa Hotline. I don't know. I don't know what our sponsor was this week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Pizza Papas. They. Uh, they I thought serve it was Soul Glow. Soul Glow. Yeah, 
it, it can't Soul be Soul Glow. Glow. Soul Glow Hotline. That was the 1980s hotline. Oh, uh, uh, man, we are happy to have with us Mr. Omar Terrell. Mr. Omar, how are you doing today, sir? What's going on? Hello. <laughs> it's me. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Yeah, we, we're very happy to have you joining us on the Die Comedy Podcast. You are a... Uh, and I'm so happy that you guys do have me. <laughs> Always. Oh, no, man. No, no point intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Mr. Omar Terrell is a, is a locally born comic. You were born in Baltimore, sir? Yes, I was. All right. You, you currently reside... Where do you reside currently? Is it because I I got two conflicting accounts? That one said L.A., I'm the other said Chicago. I'm a floater. I'm a floater. <laughs> okay. uh, right now, I'm in Silver Spring, uh, right down the street from Fillmore. Okay. Okay. Uh, humbly, uh, might I add, <laughs> and um, you know, I was in Chicago. I lived there for quite some time. Okay. And, uh, I have a Midwest East Coast connect that I uh, put together, so all right. I'm always on the run. Oh man, living that nomad com- comic lifestyle. Yeah, that comic comics generally don't have a, a, that, that a nomad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't have nomad is, is 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 real. I've uh, I've had to switch my identity, uh, physical <laughs> appearance, so many times due to my lifestyle. Um, you just can't trust barbers everywhere you go so uh one minute you might see me in my uh uh morris chestnut uh uh a billy holiday type of attire <laughs> then you know three weeks from now you might see me on my old dirty bastard <laughs> uh, slash i'm gonna get you sucker Attire, uh-huh. so you just never know. <laughs> you you uh, never with know. This type of lifestyle, oh, but that's oh, a sign you're doing well, right? If I mean, if as a comic, you want to be on tour. Like you don't want to be stuck in one place anyway. Like if you're if you're traveling yeah. around, it's a good sign. Yeah, you, you definitely have to move, and you you have to move. There's a couple reasons why you have to move. You have to move around due to the fact that you want to be relevant. Relevant, uh, I've found, is a very powerful word. Uh, and entertainment people don't use it that much because it hurts to yeah. know whether you're relevant or irrelevant yeah. um and sometimes they can they can cast a cloud over you if you stay in a spot too long um and then you need to constantly move because if you stay in one spot say out of towner sees your material they might go back to where they're from and use your stuff <laughs> on a stage that you're never going to perform on. That is a good point. That's a hell of a point. That happens a lot with bigger names, though. Big names, small name guy stuff. Because when you you don't have the the name and the popularity behind you at the moment, the the big fish, they got to eat. And they got to (laughs) continue to produce constantly. Yeah, that's true. They go through material. I always wonder, like, how does... Uh, you see these guys get shows on Comedy Central, and they always last a season, and they burn through all their material, and they can't sustain it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's and and that's why you usually have a lot of writers around with with comedians, especially when you have a sketch shows like Chappelle Show and things of that sort. You you have to have more writers than just you, <laughs> which is shocking for Carlos Mencia because we all know he was stealing shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. <laughs> and Joe he, Rogan said, you know what? I'm going to expose you, and if you fight me, I will fuck you up. <laughs> I do MMA, bitch. <laughs> yeah. He still, he still, though, he still ran out of material, though. Of course he did. It was, it wasn't his. He can't steal forever. That's what was, oh, I, I thought he could. I thought nah. that was. You can't, you can't just keep stealing. That's, that's not, that's not ethical. Who cared uh, if it's ethical? It's not show business. It's, it's, it's not show ethical. Eh, that's very right. true. It is brutal. Uh, man, so, so how long you been in the game, Mr. Omar? Uh, it's going on six years, man. Oh, it's man. going on six years. A proud, unproud six years. Got <laughs> <laughs> um, highs and lows. Because after my first performance, it wasn't a show. It was a... Uh, it was a school. I was at uh, Millersville University. The first time I've ever spoken on a microphone in my life, and uh, it went pretty good. Okay. And I thought I made it. I thought, it was over. <laughs> I thought, I thought Hollywood was uh, the next weekend move, and uh, I thought, hey, uh, Chappelle, move over. There's a new black guy that's exposing supremacy. Uh, <laughs> and, and Kevin Hart, there's a bigger man than you. <laughs> and uh, that was not the case. That it didn't go down that way. Uh, yeah. um, and it was it was my very next show that I found out. Hey, uh, this is uh, way harder than a lucky five minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, a lot of comics find that they, and that's that burns them out usually. But you're. Uh, you seem to have the perseverance to uh, keep going. We, uh, the uh, Dak Comedy Research Department has uh, looked over your Facebook page and uh, combed through your life a little. Why bit. Why are you looking at me? This blue job. <laughs> well, well, blue is blue is late, so therefore I have to look at you since you are the other half of the crack research team here at Dak Comedy. Um, so you, you, you hey, the been, facts find me. I don't find them. <laughs> you've been doing a lot of. Uh, vine-esque work on your from your facebook page from what we've seen you've uh can you explain the uh i need the d videos <laughs> yes i can <laughs> <laughs> hey listen a lot of things can transpire from a 12 pack of coronas <laughs> yes. uh, honestly to get in on that um i got i got a lot of friends in the industry uh, that are that are like you know lower level industry you know bottom feeders that are trying to make their way in mm-hmm. to the entertainment and a lot of people that I know not a lot but some of the people that I know have gotten calls to um, audition for different sets or like walking out last comic stand and things of that nature and um, one of the things that they said when you know, a friend of mine had had a talk was that hey. You know, I know you advanced to the third round, but sorry to tell you, you don't have a social media presence. Mm. Um, wow. And I, when I, because I'm a stand-up comic, there's a higher level of entertainment. Like, you know, if you're a stand-up comic, you know how brutal it can be. You don't have a, a chance to sit down and edit your material. When you get up on that stage, what you do up there from beginning to end is dictated, and you got this a one-shot deal. Mm. Most definitely. When it comes to the social media thing, you really have to, you have all the freedom and luxury to really indulge in funny how you really want to, like you could put a storyline in it, you could be, if you have an editor that can record five minutes and break it down into 15 seconds to just make it hilarious, 
you could do anything you want with it, but I always look down upon it like, hey, I don't want to get in that. Until a friend of mine went to Wild and Out, he got to third uh, stage three, and they told him, hey, you don't have social media presence. <laughs> right there, oh, wow. resonated with me that, you know what? I need a social media when presence. When I do get my calls <laughs> and my, my shots and things of that nature, I want to make sure that I'm ready when I'm called upon. Not get held so back with something right silly. Right now, I'm building my social media presence. Okay. Uh, the, the I need the D video. As a man, <laughs> if you're a single man, uh, we're going to talk and keep it single. I okay. uh, don't want anybody getting in trouble. Well, ain't uh, nobody getting in trouble in that comedy podcast. Nope. <laughs> we got rid of <laughs> all the attachments. You you go through the stage where, oh, shit, you know, you left with nothing from the club. Or, or you might have, and you, you didn't leave with her, but you might have left with a number. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is you get in your house, and nobody wants to sleep in that warm house and cold bed nobody wants that <laughs> yes and at the end of the day the, the the joy the love the excitement you get when that phone rings and it's that call that you've been waiting for <laughs> and it's it's it's, it's 2 30 a.m there's nothing but dy's giving out and drunk motherfuckers trying to get home and pass, pass by cops mm-hmm. and, but you still get that phone call she says i need the d it's straight to the point. She she hurls over you and what you might have been thinking or how am I going to finesse the situation. She goes right into it. She gives you the call. You do your celebration dance and you hop back in the character. Yeah. That's what I Need the D is all about. Oh, man. You, you one can... call we all want. <laughs> Damn right. While we're on the topic, I literally, as you were talking about that, received uh, a, a bathroom selfie. <laughs> From from a girl I've been talking to, <laughs> no lie. <laughs> she she wants oh, to D and yeah. Joey is just so you're speaking to the truth. It. Apparently, this is this is a real thing. <laughs> I can't deny it anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's my life now. Have 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 you, have you ever had the text where they say, "I want to D a little bit"? Have you ever got that? I've no, got, I've gotten it. That's a that's that's a weird feeling though, because <laughs> it's like. I don't know if I should be happy about this or if I, I should to run to your house. <laughs> Omar, you made me feel like I'm not the first option. Like, you sent out a message to, 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 uh, to what's his name, <laughs> uh, from, from Saved by the Bell. You sent your Zachary Morris text out first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't available, so you, so you settle for Screech. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Pretty much. <laughs> It's that bad, huh? That's 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 what that text really means. It sucks so bad. <laughs> a little, uh, just a Thank little bit. You better be lucky. <laughs> so it's on not the table, but it, it really shouldn't be. <laughs> it's not like it's just the tip thing. It's just no. I I kind of want it. If you're, it, it, I want it, but you're the only one available. <laughs> I'm not gonna go put effort in to get it. I think is what she's saying there, right? Yeah, if you if you don't show, I'm not gonna be mad about that. <laughs> That's what that message means. I could take it or leave. <laughs> oh man, Omar! But I mean, we—you've been in the game for six years. I mean, have you? Have you? Um, what have you worked on it other than other than stand-up comedy itself? Have you? Have you been in anything, any movies or anything that we we would we would see or that I would? Oh uh, yeah, I, I've been in the indie film uh, back in two thousand and thirteen. Okay, I was in my first. Uh, casting call, and I got selected to play uh, Jeremy 
Jeremy Jackson. What a surprise, right? The name Jeremy <laughs> Jackson. Uh, in a in a movie directed by Nash Bat, who is a uh, Indian producer, uh, and it's called a, a Considerate Husband. Oh wow! And hmm. um, and I'm sorry, it wasn't 2013; it was 2014. Sorry okay. about the date. Hey, that's fine. Wait, so is this a Bollywood film? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the only, only black character in a Bollywood wait, film. Wait, wait, wait. Bollywood? I don't know. What does what Bollywood mean? Uh, uh, that's the, the loop on that one. That's the Indian uh, version of Hollywood. That, yeah, it's, that's that's the Indian movies. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Call them Bollywood movies. You know what? I think it might have been. <laughs> Bolly, you mean Bollywood? Bolly, Bollywood? Yes. yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. It was, Bollywood. It was, that, that was a funny... A funny that was a funny first film for me because it sucks when you can't understand your your director. That sucks. you have to be black man. You have to be you do you do you do you have to be be a nigga. And I was like, you know what? Because you're brown, you can say this just this one time. You get the one pass because you're brown. I got an attitude with him. I was like, hey man, you can't be saying that. Come on, fuck you mean? I'm I'm brother too. I am a brother too. I was like, all right, you got it, Nash. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think we might need to go check out that movie. I, I will check out that movie. That movie sounds like it'd be great, especially with you because the seat. Basically, it was, he, it was about uh, my neighbor. Um, basically, what he did was he had his wife murdered. Really. Okay. <laughs> now, it's a suspense film, thriller, drama, whatever you want to call it, um, and the, the cops are investigating the, this situation. Lo and behold, I come over there, uh, and I actually kind of snitch on my neighbor that he murdered his wife. Because uh, he, he plays the, the, the crazy redneck uh, that lives across the street from me that wears a Confederate flag on his truck shit like that. Oh, wow. So I snitched to try to get him out of there. Um, lo and behold, I was the uh, the corporate helping him with the situation. <laughs> oh. Um, that's the spin on it. Twist. They didn't make theaters yet, so I, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, You're supposed to say that before you say yeah, the you spoiler. Yeah, you, you gotta not spoil it. Is it a musical? I know. Oh, I know. Bo- oh, that's how that goes. Yeah. I know Bollywood loves the uh, musicals. Was it a musical? Like when you snitched on the dude, was there like a song about it? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> there, there, there were punches thrown though. Oh, oh nice. All right. You got a nice fight scene. Yeah. Man, that means when you- I when I started telling on him, the uh, the nineteen forty five thirty five. White man was exposed out of this guy. Oh. And he came at me <laughs> what? like a firecracker. Get it? Firecracker? Uh, <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. I'm going to use it. <laughs> I'm going to steal that one. Oh, it is man. like a uh, cracker, but Latin. <laughs> <laughs> he has Latin temper. You guys are funny. Oh, oh man. Oh, man, Omar. Well, we thank you for being on the podcast this week. Uh, you got anything coming up? Because uh, again, the crack research staff at Die Comedy, we we did come across the uh, a flyer for you with that you're going to be on with uh, Miss Paris Sachet, who was on the podcast recently about four weeks ago. She's now. also one of our finalists in yeah. the Dot Comedy Comedian of the Year yes, competition. Yes, uh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because uh, 
me and Paris actually went to school together. Uh, we went to high school together at uh, John F. Kennedy High School in Silver Spring. I swear to God, oh, me, I should, how the hell shit. do I not know you people? I grew up in the same I area. Know, I grew up in the same area dude, and, and not have met any of you. You talented people. This sucks. I don't know. <laughs> they all went uh, off to so Chicago rich. and shit. Yeah. The, 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 thing, the thing is, though, see, when I was, when I was growing up here, you were, you, you were either in the in crowd, the out crowd, or you were in the higher society. Okay. Now, the in crowd, it was a combination of people that are going to be in jail mixed with people that really don't know who they are, so they're just trying to be cool, you know, spending allowance on Jordans and not being able to buy clothes to match. You know, you had a, a whole bunch of just unnecessary. The higher class was, okay. you know, kids that their parents were like ex-NFL athletes that only played like two years, but they got a contract for like a million, two million dollars. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but they went to public school because, you know, to live in Montgomery County, you really have to make uh, residual income on to that go to level. Private but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So so it was it was so divided, and I come from the poorest sec- uh, sector of of, of the uh, pop the popularity. Okay, and, you know I played sports, but at the end of the day, you know I wasn't looked upon as this great. Oh my God, he's the most popular kid in school. I bashed the popular kids in school. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Oh, like okay. I was like the, the the poverty bully. Like I was poor. <laughs> like I wore white tees to prom. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was. My uh, level of poverty was <laughs> on another level. Like I wore my Air Force Ones until they were like bright yellow. You okay. know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I was I was similar to that kid, yeah. So you were just mean mugging every day. <laughs> like, I wasn't mean. I wasn't a thug. It was just that if if like if I seen somebody getting picked on and they didn't deserve it because of things that they couldn't help, I was I was the I was the, the poor police. Okay. So if you pick on the poor okay. kids that that get free meals and stuff. I'm going to roast your ass for the next two weeks. No matter how much money you have, I will find an imperfection with your body, wow. and I will destroy you. Okay. And that's how I got funny. Um, <laughs> uh, and hey, over time... With great power comes great you. responsibility, right? <laughs> yes, yes. There were, there were moments when I would lose, though. And when I would lose, it would be very bad. Uh, yeah, we I can would, understand uh, that. <laughs> I would take I would take up for people that should have took an L by themselves and uh, <laughs> that, that, that had no ammo. Like like when you help somebody in a fight, you still want the person that's getting their ass up to swing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like I would take on this person's fight and then they would leave and they would just be me. So <laughs> oh, no. one time that's a it setup. was like seven on one. You know what I mean? But that that created a warrior out of me. Okay. Years in and still building. Oh man! Sounds like an episode of Daredevil, but like high school version. High like. school Daredevil. No bullshit. You're <laughs> absolutely right. You hit that on the head. Oh man! Well, we are. Ha- we thank you, Mr. Omar Terrell, for stopping by the Side Comedy Podcast. We never actually plugged. So, what was the show? When, when, when is the show? That's right. Yeah. We, we did say it, but when is the oh, show? Oh, sorry, sorry. That's the uh, the 
the uh, wind creeping up on me, getting <laughs> off that. Okay. Uh, looking at my schedule, the uh, Paris Sachet Experience will be January 27th at the Amsterdam Lounge. Okay. Down U Street. tickets are available. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, let me see. I believe so. I think we have another dot comedy veteran on there because I think Lawrence Owens is on that show as well, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. You, you, got, you guys have it. You guys have the information. Yeah, we have, we have the. I have the flyer up right here. He has uh, has you, Paris, and Lawrence Owens, and it's Wednesday, January twenty seventh. Uh, tickets are ten dollars. Ten dollars pre order and fifteen dollars at the door. Show. I, I uh, almost don't want to do a show at our own room this I week. I know that that that, that, week. <laughs> that week, but. <laughs> Uh, we but a uh, the doors open at eight eight p.m. Oh man, this should, this would be a good show to go to, folks. We we're gonna promote it for you. We're gonna push it because again, we we love DC comedy. We love all the comedians that come from the area that branch out and do bigger and better things. And we want to make sure that we support every every local comedian there is because we are the die comedy family. To. Oh man, you have but, to it it is it would be a sin not to support your. Your people, your own people. Yeah. <laughs> your own people. Oh, man. All right. All right, Omar. Well, it was, again, it was great talking to you this week on the Die Comedy Podcast. We're going to let you go. We're going to get back to some more of that old funny stuff that we try to do each week. And again, thank you, sir. All right, guys. All right, man. Thanks we'll, for having me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. And we will have him no on Redskins. again. No <laughs> I can't believe you're a Redskins fan. That, that kind of hurt a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that hurt both of us. <laughs> <laughs> go, go Steelers. That's my team. They're That's playing right okay. now. Hopefully okay. they win. Hopefully I'll take they that. Win. Yeah. I'll, All right, guys. All right, Omar. It's good All talking right, to you, buddy. See you later at the studio. All yes. right, man. <laughs> <Take care. laughs> Peace. 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 Oh, man. And we thank Mr. Omar Terrell for joining us on the Dot Comedy Podcast. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Yeah, we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, joined by Joey LaFaro. Say what's up, Joe. Do I have to? You have to. What's up? (laughs) Here's Simpleton. And intern Blue Blue, say hi to the people. Hi, people. Oh, man, folks, and we are back again. We want to thank Mr. Omar Terrell for joining us last segment. He can be seen again at the uh, Joey. Where the hell was it? Amsterdam Lounge. Amsterdam, Amsterdam Lounge. Lounge on U Street in D.C. On U Street in D.C. January twenty seventh. Good job, Joey. You, you was were it on the uh, Paris Sachet Experience. That is the Paris Sachet Experience. The Sachet Experience. Isn't that Paris Sachet hosts oh. the Sachet Experience? Okay. All right, because I want you all to get that right. Because I may skip that comedy that night and find myself. At the Amsterdam Lounge on one two o nine o eight U Street in Washington D.C. Come on out. Uh, doors open at eight a eight p.m. Tickets are ten dollars in advance, fifteen dollars at the door. So come on out and support local comedy, local comedians, because all of them will, can uh, use use the help and want to work, want to make sure we build crowds for everybody. Or if it's closer, you can come to Union Jackson Bethesda. <laughs> 
we will still be doing a show that week as we well. We still will be doing a show that week. We will be at Union Jackson Bethesda. We also will be at Zebra Bar on 14th Street in Washington, D.C. on Thursday evening. Uh, we, we didn't mention that first segment uh, because I forgot, and that's that. I'm a horrible host. Occasionally I forget things. Things happen that way. But some things going on in the world, and um, as Uncle BJ pr- pr- provided us last week with, this is a segment I like to call, that's that bullshit. Uh, it, <laughs> I need someone to explain this to me. Okay. The Oregon militia takes over <laughs> an animal preserve. <laughs> a wildlife refuge, yes. Wildlife yeah. refuge. And first of all, it's not they're not from Oregon. They're <laughs> from Arizona. See, th- again, You're making less sense by the minute. Yes, That's it makes less that sense. bullshit. It makes no sense whatsoever. The okay. the the two guys who are sort of the head of this if you guys don't remember, like, the Clive and Bundy thing from Nevada last year, the cattle standoff? Yeah, I remember last that. Year, that's the same They're people. They're the same guys. Same people. So it's a bunch they of ranchers. Daring it's a, ma- some guy named Clive Bundy. Which Clive and Bundy. That doesn't sound real. But, but actually, he, he this a, is his son, Almond Bundy. Almond Bundy? Almond Butter? Almond butter. butter. <laughs> almond butter. Yes. Almond butter. Cloud butter and almond butter. You got to do a sta- staring contest with cattle. I'm confused. <laughs> no. This, this, so what happened was last year, Clive and Bundy was a rancher who was ranching on, cl- grazing his cattle on BLM land in Nevada and refused to pay fines or fees or something and had an armed standoff with S&M the government. S&M owns land? Wait, what? I don't so freaking he, know. He brought... Cows. The government owns land, and government owns land for whips and chains and shit. And he interrupted it <laughs> he with interrupted. his cattle. Yeah, he interrupted S and M at the White House. He wanted interrupted bondage night on the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So here, so here's what they did. They're upset about some government laws taking over farmland. If I'm not mistaken, is that the truth, Blue? No. What are they no, upset about? They, well, they're they believe that that the government shouldn't own the farmland that the. They believe that they are separate from the, they're they're separatists. Yeah, they're separatists. So they're the trade federation. Well, the, the, this uh, started because apparently there were two guys named Hammond, uh, father and son, mm-hmm. who had supposedly set fire to try and prevent wildfire from damage. Because that's what you do. You, you know, you burn. You, you can do a controlled fire, and then the wildfire can't go where the things have already, well, the fuel's burned up. Okay, I can understand that. But it got out of control, and then they were accused of arson and convicted of it. Ah. So that was part of the trigger for this. Okay. And somehow that combination of wanting the government to be less involved in farm stuff and f- arson not really being arson <laughs> or something like that coalesced into them saying hey let's get some guns and go <laughs> take over a wildlife refuge that already no one gives a shit about like, no one cares about it this is a, that's the key of, that's the key yeah. to everything that because when the story when the story came across my news desk and I, 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 I again i am the executive producer of the dot comedy podcast so this comes across my desk occasionally shit like this and I looked, and I was, and everyone was like, "Hey, what are we? Uh, what's what are your feelings about Oregon?" And I went, "Uh, it's Oregon. I have no feelings about it. It's over there." 
Because nothing <laughs> that happens in Oregon affects Marcus. It's over there. <laughs> affects DJ Marcus in it's way Baltimore. Over yonder. It's it's going up yonder. That's what Oregon is. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I have no care about what the fuck they, they I don't care about farmers' rights. I don't care about ranchers' rights. You know what these people are? They're terrorists. And you know what terrorists are? They're against America. No one said that they're terrorists, have they, Blue? Have has anyone called them terrorists other than real people? No. No, none of the politicians are calling them terrorists. You know what terrorists, no, why they don't call them terrorists, Blue? Because they're white. Yes, that is the truth. There was actually a very interesting article uh, on The Guardian. I just don't get how they're I allowed to use armed force. And uh, there's an interesting arti- okay. article on The Guardian that says, uh, I'm just going to read the title to you. If the Oregon militiamen were Muslim or black, they'd probably be dead by now. Even And the thing is, if they were Muslim or black, and if they were even speaking radical christian ideology they'd all be dead by now oh yeah we'd ha- we'd already we would have already had a waco <laughs> yeah this would, we, this would it'd have been waco be, they'd yeah. have blown up that that game preserve or the wildlife res- refuge what wildlife are they pr- re- refuging like a bunch of birds i just <laughs> <a> bird sanctuary. <laughs> I mean, I it's a bird sanctuary i mean is it a government funded bird sanctuary yes it, it's it's one of the things that people like me Want to have because there are lots of endangered species. You would. I can picture you in like a vest and a hat and a stupid binoculars walking around. I mean, in your shorts in an aviary. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of endangered species that live there. So we want to preserve the birds and the land and all these species. You know what they're doing on that? You know what they're doing that preserve right now? Fucking. They're shooting birds. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. They're game hunting birds. I can guarantee. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. All those endangered species that you all were. were you you want to know why they're? You want to know why they're shooting all the birds? Because they didn't bring any goddamn food. Yep. Well, here's they're the getting thing. hungry. Um, domestic terrorism is hunger hunger fine. Because they reached out to the people. It's like, hey, we need food. Mom, Please. we need snacks. <laughs> That's that bullshit. That's that bullshit. Yeah, I think like I keep I keep hearing this compared to Black Lives Matter movement, and I'm like, this is not the same this fucking is not thing. The same no, thing. it's, not. it's so stupid. You you're you're using life threatening force to make a point about something that isn't cause costing lives. Thank you. Versus a group that's not using armed force to make a point about things that are costing <laughs> lives. <laughs> the weird thing about that is. I, I read an Death article. matters. I don't care what color you are. If you want to argue, that's one thing. Death and the fact of someone could or may not die, because eh, when that happens, the game is over. Yes. Yes. So, true. so there's a game over factor. Then it should matter both sides. If you're to, if you're in a point to argue for something to prevent loss of life, then you should get a little bit more leeway because. There's not. It's not like you can go back on it later. You yeah. can't. You can't put someone to death and then resurrect them if they find out that it was an accident later. But on the other side of it, you shouldn't be able to use the threat of co- of taking life to make a point about something that's not that's not going to kill anyone. It's like it's not. I mean, it, yeah, it, it may suck, and yeah, there maybe need to be changed. But like that's where that's why we have a system in America. For this, right? This but isn't, the thing is, this isn't some other country where. But they don't. The thing is, these people don't belong. These people view themselves as not belonging to that system. They're part of something called the sovereign citizen movement. Then you're treasonists, and you should be sent to Guantanamo. Guantanamo so you Bay. Not be in America. 
Right. The where thing, you don't want to be. These people don't. These they're not people Americans. Don't, they don't pay taxes. They don't believe in paying taxes. Then they're not they Americans. Be- get out of our be- country. They don't even believe in having a driver's license. You're white foreigners. Get out of my country. Boom. Roasted. You don't want to be and, American. And you know what? You know what? I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm in- writing that into my set. That's good. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to end it on that one. All that racist nonsense, all that anti... You know what? Trump needs to go there because he doesn't like immigrants either. He doesn't. He can, he can get these he can get these, non, these aliens out of our country. These illegal aliens out <laughs> of our country. These illegal aliens. As soon as you say that you're a separatist and you don't want to want to believe in the system that, that we all live under, then that's the minute when, to me, you become not American. And therefore, get out of my country. Why are you consuming... Our resources, our natural resources, because they suck, dude. And I and I agree completely with you, Joey. And it's all it's it's. I'm at the point now where I look at the their movement and I go, you know what? Fuck you all. <laughs> I'm so sick of this nonsense where they they we try to uh, we try to placate these jackasses. Tell them all, go fuck yourself. It's easier that way. I mean, they've really hurt their argument more than anything they oh, could yeah. have done. Like this is like, no one's on their side. Not one fucking person in America is on their side. I haven't heard one person arguing their point of view. Oh, oh no, actually, I I, I did. People, every anybody who want, if you watch Fox News, fuck fuck. No, we're not going down that road because Fox I, News I, is I, nothing. Hold but on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you watch Fox News, they try. And fail miserably because then you wind up screaming at the TV. You're wrong. Oh man, but folks, we're gonna get we're gonna get some real terrorism. You know what's really crazy out here, Joey? Korea. I don't think that's terrorism. Though. They're just a sovereign nation that doesn't like us. Like no, they're just, not a they're not a just, sovereign nation. War. Like it's not. We're it's technically a, still at war with Korea. Yeah, we did take the South from them. <laughs> so so we did we did make them divide their country at the end of the. Uh, Com- the Korean conflict, as it were. But to quote, which my granddaddy was a part of. To quote our, one of my favorite comics, Louis Black. It's not our fault that they lack color. Like they're so evil <laughs> that everything there's black and white <laughs> <laughs> because oh, the life man. has left them. Like that's. There was a video I saw, which was hilarious. Now, now, now what we're talking about, folks, is that the uh, Korean military has <coughs> developed and tested the first H bomb, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly for the first H bomb. Now, there's a video. Not the first, their first, their first. The first. We, the we first have plenty of them. The we first for their H-bombs. countries. Now, this is the thing about it. There was a video I saw. I think I was watching, um, I think the Daily Show, and there's a video where they're showing the. The new pop group of North Korea. Yes. It was handpicked by Kim Jong Un, and he uh, and, and they're showing them them playing, and the whole audience is military, and they're clapping, and they're all happy, and they're all well, they're not happy. They're they're clapping in the military fashion of. <laughs> so it's it's a weird video, but then at the end they show the rocket going up, and it and it hits America, and it blows up the whole planet. <laughs> now, <laughs> <laughs> They're all cheering when this happens, but the thing that that we, was weird about it because they said it on the Daily Show. Did they not look at the video? The video blew up everything. It wasn't like they blew up America. No, they blew up Earth. The world. <laughs> they so, blew up Earth. so how the hell can we truly take them seriously as a threat when they're willing to blow up themselves for nothing? So there's a suicide bomber equivalent of a country. Yes, yes. they're an entire country of suicide bombers. 
But I mean, it, people haven't seen Kim. Oh, Jong-un. you want to suck here? It suck everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong Un hasn't uh, been seen in a while. He he, for the most part, disappeared from public view since that whole uh, Dennis Rodman debacle. <laughs> hey, and look, we're out of range. Yeah, Mar- uh, <laughs> oh, DC's, DC's out, out of range. range. They the can East just Coast is out of range. They, they, can, they can hit. They can hit Oregon. They, they can, can hit, hit Oregon, Oregon, and they can hit. They can hit San Francisco. They have finally figured out our problem. They're gonna fix our problem for us, guys. <laughs> They're going to blow up Oregon for us. And then I can finally say, oh, people used to live there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That's oh. mean. There's some innocent no, people actually, in Oregon, no. I think. They're no, not really. Raci- they're all racist. No. <laughs> That's it's, two, it's actually two problems. They'll take care of the uh, the terrorists and hipsters. Yeah, because that's where all the hipsters are moving that's where, to. That's where all the that's where the hipsters come from. Uh, and they don't come from there. They yes, they do. They come from Bethesda. No, they. they <laughs> no, they come they from come Portland. From, they come. From they come from Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Maine. Por- anywhere, they, anywhere where is a Portland? Or- Oregon, that's where hipsters come Oregon from. was doing all the hipster stuff before it was yeah. hipster stuff. Yeah, it was. Oregon was hipster before hipster was cool. Oregon was hipster before hipsters were douches. It's not cool. It still never was. <laughs> yeah, Oregon was hipster before if hipster was a thing. Oh man, but uh, we got other things going on. Speaking of the speaking of going in the, out in the world and uh, exploring far off things and blowing shit up, you know what we're gonna do, Joey? What are we you know do? what Amer- you know what the America's planning to do? We're going back to the moon. Back to the moon. Back to the Fuck moon. Fuck that. We're going on Mars. We're going to Mars. We're going to Mars. We're going to the moon. We're going to touch Saturn's ring. Don't be in space, bitches. And we're going to find out that it's a cock ring, and we're not going to touch Saturn's ring anymore, because no. if you've ever seen a cock ring, it's looks just like Saturn's ring around. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Joey. Are you've you seen it. Are you saying that Saturn <laughs> is a penis? Is yes. an ellipsis? <laughs> is it an elliptical shape? Yes. It's shaped like a football... Like a penis, <laughs> like a football Wait. penis. That sounds like a penis that has a condition. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that would have a condition. You, if if your penis looks like that, you need to go to a doctor. I mean, otherwise, you have a ball in a cock ring, and it just sounds <laughs> like you're doing it wrong. But yeah, we're starting the, pr- the space program up again. Uh, what, what what rocket was that, Joey? What rocket did they send up and, and got back? Uh, well, one of the private companies that does space travel now, because that's that's uh is uh SpaceX. 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 Uh SpaceX which is ran by um uh Elon Musk who was the founder Tesla. of Tesla mm-hmm. and, and Solar City. Um so What's Solar City? Is that the the people that bug me at a Home Depot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're but the guys that bug you at Home Depot and they want to put solar panels on your roof. Okay. But the uh but SpaceX is trying to find a way to make space travel more affordable because they're for profit. Um so uh, they were kind of come up with a way to reuse rockets because normally when they launch a rocket, like the the bottom stage falls off and it's just trash. Okay. Well, what they've done is they've built these rockets that have these little fins on them so they can like guide it back to Earth and land it. Oh, okay. And so they can reuse it. Well, they tried to do it a couple times earlier in 2015 and had some trouble because they were trying to land it on this barge in the Atlantic. Trouble meaning the rocket blew up. No, not not no, every time. I, I remember once they were trying to land it and it blew up. 
Yeah, that's that's, that's part one of out of several. Like they they had a couple that were close, but like the wind blew it last second, or Challenger blew up too. So we're not worried about that. <laughs> it part was they the got they got pretty close, but I mean you're you're adding to the variables. So finally, this. Oh wait, that was, the blue. Did you did you just laugh about the Challenger blowing up? That's horrible, blue. No, I was I was laughing at you because <laughs> you're a horrible horrible person. Anyway, the Challenger joke. They finally. <laughs> They finally decided, hey, let's try it on land. So we take the ocean motion out of the out of the configure uh, figures. Take the motion out the ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? No. <laughs> what? No. So they finally landed, and they landed it on Earth. They managed to land one. They said, hey, we're going to test it out and see if we can reuse it. And recently, within the last week, they concluded that they, in fact, could reuse it if they wanted to. Okay. So, so cheaper spaceflights around the corner. So that means that we we will not spend one point six billion dollars on the space program. We will we will cut that down. Oh, we'll to, still spend that. We'll still spend <laughs> that. That money's still going to get spent. Because while that was happening, NASA decided that they were lowering the requirements in order to be an astronaut. I can only presume so that they can hire more of them. Oh, Jesus. It's because it's really because. What do you have to do to be an astronaut? Well, they need to build shit in space. So I'm assuming they want to be able to get some of these. Mexicans on the space station, <laughs> <laughs> so they can build a deck and furniture. It needs a patio. The, the need space patio. station needs a patio. They need. You they got to put those uh, flower beds in. Who's <laughs> yes. going to build the houses on Mars? So That's very true. They've they've recently lowered the uh, the uh, requirements to be an astronaut. So uh, I mean, it it the bar was originally was set pretty high you had to have a degree in like astrophysics or something yeah uh, i would to, think to so if you're going astro- out where astronauts are supposed to be you would need but to now be an it, astrophysicist but now, but now they now it's like you need a bachelor of science in like engine in engineering or physics or uh internet te- or computers so you need a bs See, I'm tempted. I, I'm tempted because I, I really want to. I like. I love the idea of going to space. Okay. Because I love science fiction. Okay. But I don't want to do because, like, in real life, they can't do that kind of stuff. Because if you go to space in real life, there's no gravity. Mm-hmm. So they constantly have to work out so that they won't die. Yeah, because their muscles atrophy and right. So bodies start to shut the fuck down. So. Um, I don't want to deal with that. That sounds like a pain in the dick. <laughs> so when they invent artificial gravity, sign me up. Okay. Because I want to be the world's first space comic. Like that's. Oh man, you want to do comedy on the moon? I will do comedy on Mars. The, Someone has to. The first dot comedy open mic on Mars. Martian open mic. <laughs> the Martian open mic. We will do it in twenty 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 five. But I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be born and raised in space. You don't want to be born and raised. Have you seen that show, The Expanse? Have you seen the Belters? They're all weird looking. Yeah, and most of the most of the Martian babies are always weird looking. But you got to You got to remember they're either mutants or aliens on Mars. That's what they told us in mm-hmm. Total Recall. So I'm I'm prepared to get to Mars. Dominic Cohagen, <laughs> get in the air. Here's the thing. I w- is the, on Mars, got what I, you want. I do want to meet that three titted chick though. You can you meet would. her anyway. Just go down. Go down to uh, a Union Jacks on I Wednesday know a night. Place. <laughs> It's culture noble. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, folks, we're gonna take a quick break on this dot comedy podcast and a penis. And no, <laughs> just three tits. That's so the way it goes. That's, that's that's the only way it comes. Blue and Oh my goodness, folks, we're gonna take a quick break. We're coming back with more funny and more fun 
on the Die Comedy Podcast We're in this segment that I keep getting emails about, that I keep getting questions about on, we'll on internets, on, on Facebook, Twitter. People keep tweeting me. Blue, tell your fans to stop tweeting me because here it comes. Blue News. Married to Nas. Oh, is this? She's the uh, milkshake girl. Yes, her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard too. She should be fired for music. Hold on, wait a second. Diamonds on my neck, diamonds on my grill. Diamonds on my neck, diamonds on my grill. I'm no, bossy. No. I stand by my original. <laughs> yep, I, I agree with. I second Joey's motion. Fired from music. Oh my goodness, folks! We are back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host DJ Marcus, joined live in the basement in Beltsville. By Joey LaFaro. Joe, say what's up to the people. What up? And Intern Blue telling us all the news that we're looking for. Blue, say hi. Hi. Oh, my goodness, folks. We are back. We are back. We are back. And it's 2016. So you know what that means. We're going to kick it off right. We're going to kick it off with that that thing y'all know and love. Y'all love it. We love it because we love to hear it. We love to hear you sing about it. We love to hear you shout about it. Because it's Blues News. Now, before we get underway with Blues News, we did get some emails this week. Um, We had some controversy on the last episode as far as what the names of Blues. You can email us at podcast.comedy at .comedy.us. Actually, no, it's just podcast at (laughs) .comedy.us. Jesus Christ. It is podcast at dotcomedy.us. So email us, get your news, your 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 words read, your life gone, and your things done. Because it's blues news. Send us hate mail. Send us hate mail. Send us hate mail. Send us love mail. Send us email. No, email. I'm hungry email. and I need hate mail to okay. live. You need hate to live. I keep forgetting you Joey live on hate. hate. Yeah. Oh my goodness! But we did get emails from Blues' favorite two listeners. Now, again, there was controversy last week as to what their names truly were. So they both <laughs> decided to email me their real names. She said the, the, the young man on the Indian reservation that we have lovingly referred to as Chief Running Barefoot, he, his name is not Barefoot at all. He said, that's not my name. Please stop referring to me as such. Google Translate translated that wrong. So I went, okay, well, tell me what your real name is. He said his name is Chief Foot in Bear Trap. Now, I said, okay. I could have sworn you were going to say Toby. (laughs) (laughs) That was where I was was going with that, too. You two suck. (laughs) You two are racist. (laughs) But Foot in Bear Trap, he said that his uh, the reason he got that name was because he was hunting a bear and the bear chewed off his own foot from the trap that he had it in, and he has a scar across his face diagonally. It goes from one, the top of one eyelid across his face down to the other side, and they said from that day on he will be known as Chief Running Bear in Trap Foot. (laughs) God damn it, you can't even get it right. 
You are full of fail, Marcus. <laughs> and also, so unnecessary. <laughs> so unnecessary. Also, we did get another letter back from Blue's favorite Southeast listener, Miss Chantuan Chantanese, Loretta Jackson, and she stated, "Hold on, hold on. Did <laughs> did did Foot Bear Trap get say he from this week? Uh, he did say he from he. His exact letter to me was." Me heap them, love them, long time blue. <laughs> we <laughs> <laughs> we want to make sure oh, damn it. that uh, the chief running barefoot trap queen, <laughs> <laughs> trap queen, he this knows. Is, this, this, is is procedurally, this is procedurally falling apart <laughs> he progressively knows. over weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that we here at the Doc County Podcast love him dearly and we want him to keep emailing us as well as Shantuan East who sent us another exciting email she said please do not keep saying my name like that because I don't want my man Blue to think that I'm some ghetto hood rat so Blue don't think of Shantuan East as a ghetto hood rat she is a trap queen <laughs> It's 2016. We got to make sure we recognize all the trap queens out there. So, folks, we're going to get into what. So, what's the difference? What's the difference between a, a hood rat and a trap queen? Yeah. Trap queens make money, hood rats. Trap don't. queen's a dude, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it's like a drag queen, but she sets a trap for she you. She sets a trap. Oh, my goodness, folks. We're going to get into what you know and love that old fashioned blues news. And no one knows what it's like to be hated, to be faded, to telling only lies. But more dreams, they are So, Blue, what's going on in the world of Blue's News? Okay, so we're gonna start it off with a downer, a couple of downers, but we're gonna Boo. we're gonna walk gonna up, we're gonna go up, we're gonna only, there's only up from here. It's only up from here. Okay, yeah. let's let's do this. Okay, let's so, do this like we knew this because we only got a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh. So over the break, we lost a couple of people. Okay. We lost uh, Natalie Cole. That is heartbreaking. I, yes. I, I, Natalie will Cole miss passed Natalie away Cole. Uh, at the age of sixty-five. Okay. And uh, Wayne Rogers. Uh, who was Wayne Rogers? Wayne Rogers, uh, the uh, actor who played Trapper John on MASH. Was he the one that was replaced by B.J. Honeycutt? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, Dr- Trapper John was not the John Mac. John Mac. Doctor John McIntyre. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, replaced by yeah B.J. Honeycutt. B.J. Honeycutt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then but I grew th- up in a black family that Korean War was very important to us. But the uh, but he was. Um, Really instrumental on like Broadway and stuff. Okay. So we lost him. He th- he passed away at the age of eighty five. Safe home to him and Miss Natalie Cole. And also the character actor who voiced uh, the voice of Boba Fett passed away at the age of ninety five. The original voice of Boba. The Fett. original voice of Boba Fett died at the age of ninety five. Okay. There was a person. Yeah. Yeah. There was one. Vo- he only did one. Vo- he, he only had did one line. I thought he just had a voice changer. Yeah, <laughs> like for a random crew member. He only had one line. It was, "He's no use to me, dead." Yep, he no only had the one line. Dead. No, no, well, that would be the emperor <laughs> saying that. 
No, it was when they're going to freeze Han in the carbonite. Yeah, when they put him in the carbonite, yeah. But again, uh, safe home to all those uh, celebrities that we've lost on the on the on the road into 2015, uh, from 2015 to 2016. Uh, we will we will miss all their talents. Um, it's a really good thing you didn't play Nobody Cares this week. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that possibly would have gone over really bad. Yeah. So blue, what's next on Blue's News? Okay, uh, going up. Uh, so Ken Griffey Jr. and Mike Piazza were elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame this week. All right. Ken Griffey Jr., one of the unsung heroes of baseball, who, uh, in my opinion, was probably one of the best players to ever play the game. This and, and Ken, He honestly could have been the first unanimous pick into the Hall of Fame. There were two dicks. Yeah, there were three of them. Three, three, three jackasses decided to, to, to vote no. Yeah. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah. Yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. also, by the way, is the only person ever to hit a home run off the warehouse in Camden Yards. To hit the, he hit the warehouse on the fly. He hit the warehouse? Oh, man. On the fly. That's what I said. He's he's an unsung hero of baseball, man. I, that's because he kept playing for teams that didn't matter. Yeah. If he had played for teams that could actually win – Freaking World Series, he would have been an awesome fucking guy. He would, he would, he would have probably been. If a he played for the Yankees, he would have. It would have been. It pro- if he played for the Yankees, yeah, or the St. Louis, absolutely unanimous Hall of Fame, unanimous Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, nine times, and, it, and probably the reason he didn't get it was because he never got that uh actually, that World Series. I don't. Hey, actually, I don't think so. It. I th- I think it's mainly because the baseball writers are just jackasses. Hey, and they some don't of them want probably just thought, hey Ken, if you wanted it, you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> He's so stupid. Oh my goodness! And Mike Piazza, best, uh, greatest hitting uh, catcher of all time. Yeah. Period. Mike Piazza. He was an, he was an Oriole, wasn't he? No, he was a Dodger. You're thinking of Rafael Palmero. You're thinking oh, of Rafael okay. Palmero. Is Mike Piazza was a Dodger and a Met. Okay. Uh, so blue. What's next on Blue's News? Oh yeah, uh, Congress sends. Uh, Congress actually voted to repeal uh, Obamacare. And they sent it to the president, and he said, fuck you, people. <laughs> what did they think was going to happen there? They thought he was going to change his mind. <laughs> because Republicans are idiots. Yeah, re- Republicans, they, they, they tend to have a slanted view of life. Um, I'm, I'm, I seriously believe that the Republican Party has, uh, hasn't been the same since Reagan, Reagan is, was no longer at the head of it. Reagan was the man. Reagan sold more crack than uh, any drug dealer I'd ever seen in my life. <coughs> because at the end of the day, when he sat on TV and said, hey, just say no, everyone went, well, shit, we must need to try this shit. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Grandpa Reagan. Grandpa right. Reagan. Grandpa so Reagan. what's next on Blues News? Uh, man claiming he was Jesus planned to kidnap Obama's family, Obama family dog, says the Secret Service. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> we were going to do that in the regular news, in uh, the regular podcast. In the regular show. I, I, was, I, was, I was holding this on to is, that for This is one of those news. things he wanted so bad. He wanted he to pull to. that out of his ass so bad. I thought it was funny as hell. <sighs> what did he say? Wait, what? He, he was say? claiming he w- a man who claimed he was Jesus. Stuart Stockert, uh, 49 years old, was Stuart arrested Smalley? Wednesday night at a Hampton Inn near the wa- near the convention center. Oh, I actually know where that exactly where that uh, Hampton Inn is. Yeah, because Blue slept with a lot of hookers there. 
No, I just it's around <laughs> the corner from my office. See, uh, normally um, with little facts like that, I like to like imagine a whole movie around it. But mm-hmm. I'm having trouble reconciling this one. Okay. Like they're trying to come up with a plot that <coughs> that like this is like the opening scene, and you're like, "What's going on? How'd this happen?" Yeah. And then they take you back, and then you see the things unfolding that it, how he got to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't do it. Tonight. What does him having to be Jesus have to do with him taking that's, the dog? That's the question. Why would even why say, would Jesus take the dog? Even say that like he was channeling Jesus, like maybe Jesus was speaking through him at the time. Mm-hmm. What does Jesus need the president's dog for? They discovered uh, m- a number of unregistered firearms along with uh, 289 rounds of ammunition, sev- uh, 289 rounds of well, rifle bullets, come back to Earth 71 armed. rounds of shotgun ammo, and two <laughs> rounds of... A- after what happened last time... Two rounds, of high, and two rounds of high-power rifle ammunition. Why wouldn't he... Why, why wouldn't w- Jesus be armed this time around? Yeah, I mean, he's got to defend himself from, like, Romans and Jews. <laughs> oh, and a 12-inch so machete. And a 12-inch machete? Yep. So here's a question for Do you. Do you want to others as he does it to you? <laughs> here's my question for him. Sharp metal objects. Here's my question for him. How much of that do you really fucking need to take a dog? There have been dogs kidnapped from yards by guys just walking past. Well, it is the, the White House. It is the White House. He, he is going to go through a lot of shit to get this dog. That, that, that God doesn't put you through that many tests. <laughs> God, did, God, didn't put the, God didn't put the Jews through that many tests to get to the promised land no, in they, the first they, part of the Bible. No, it was 40 years in the desert. Well, no, they got to the promised land and they had to steal it. There was some other shit. Yeah. yeah we, we, had, we had a bunch of shit we had to deal with. The Jews had to steal their promised land from the beginning. They've been stealing it since <laughs> the beginning of time. Oh, I get it, because Obama's the devil, and God wanted to pull a prank on his neighbor. Oh, So he's like, hey, okay. I need you to go, and that's it. Yeah, but, but can I be Jesus? And he's like, no, you're not Jesus. Like, no, but can I be Jesus? And he's like, all right, fine, you can be Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Just go get the dog. Oh, my goodness, folks. So, Blue, you got anything else on Blue's News? One more. Uh, one more thing. Uh Domino's pizza driver stabs a customer over his delivery time. <laughs> it was a matter did, of time. Because pizza didn't get there in 30 minutes. Please say it was with a pizza roller. No. Damn it. It was not with a pizza roller. That would have been that would have been amazing, <laughs> truthfully. <laughs> but, uh, but, again, so the, so the guy wanted his pizza for free. Is that uh, yeah. He wanted his pizza for free because the guy was late. Yep. And it took, it took apparently ninety minutes to get him a pizza. And Domino's rule is thirty minutes or less, right? Yep. So he, he was owed the pizza for free. Yep. Who is who does the money come whose pocket does the money come out of when usually, the pizza usually comes out of the driver's pocket? Out of the driver's pocket. That's why the driver was pissed. <laughs> I, I ordered a pizza once in a blizzard and the delivery guy got there like ninety minutes later, mm-hmm. and I had already called to cancel the order <laughs> because it was an hour past when I ordered. Yeah, um, and and the guy showed. And up. I ordered through Gu- Grubhub, so first I couldn't get a hold of the place that I ordered from over the phone. They okay. already closed, and then I tried to call the Grubhub, and Grubhub was like, "Yeah, that's effed up. We'll cancel the order." Mm-hmm. And the driver got here, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'll tip you, but like this order was canceled." And the pizza was cold as fuck. Like, there was no... <laughs> it was a blizzard, Joey. <laughs> I mean, fuck, Joey. But he yeah. had a four-wheel drive truck, and it was up the road. It was a blizzard, dude. Then it's don't a be blizzard. Open. There's that off-white privilege again. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh yeah, my goodness! That's expect expecting <laughs> delivery exactly. in a blizzard. White, pri- right, white privilege would be getting it hot. I, <laughs> no, I mean? white privilege. White privilege would be understanding. Oh, it's a blizzard outside. No, I no, 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 no. White privilege. White privilege would be. I'm mad. This pizza's not hot. <laughs> Off white privilege would be. I'm mad. This pizza is ninety minutes late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm mad. That so I canceled it. <laughs> I'm mad. Oh, I, I'm mad. I because like I'm mad that it still showed up. <laughs> And then it was not a good pizza. Like <laughs> they didn't do it right. It made me sick. You're Italian. You you know how pizza's done. It was like I shouldn't have ordered from a place called Rembrandt's. Oh my god! Route yeah. one. Don't ever order pizza from there. There's a there's some toothpaste in that sauce. Something was wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man. I don't know what that cheese was made of? Toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, folks, we've come to the end. Of and that's it for blues news. We'll try it again. You know what? It would have been better than any of that story. Hold on, wait a minute. Ninja yeah. Lantern Shark would have been better than any of that shit. Joey, hold on a second. And that's it for Blues News. All right, folks, we've come <laughs> to the end of Blues News. <coughs> so we're going to head on out of here. Joey, you had something else, something before we left. You had some shit that you gave across the table. And uh, it scared the shit out of me because it, it was what you were termed and what scientists have termed as a glow-in-the-dark shark. It's a Ninja Lantern Shark. And it is both terrifying and awesome at the same time. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you just pulled that thing up. Oh, Jesus! Like the first time I saw fuel. it, uh, I was like, "At least science had the presence of mind to give it a cool ass name." Yeah, yeah, it has a great name. And it's a glow. It's like it is one of those things where it's like, as a kid, you're like, "This is something I would make up as a child." Yeah, if I drew a shark when I was five. It would look like that because I was so terrified of sharks and animals. Like, you ever talk to a kid like, "What are you drawing?" And he's like, "A shark." And you're like, "Well, is it a regular shark?" No, it's a glow in the dark shark. <laughs> like that's exactly. No, it's a ninja. It's glow a glow in the dark ninja shark because it's black. <laughs> 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 yeah, did you didn't get, get that did part. Did you get did some you? of the ooze from <laughs> from Ninja Turtles too? <laughs> oh man, but that that is terrifying, Joey. And we we will. We will post this picture on the Dot Comedy website, on the Dot Comedy Twitter, and the Dot Comedy um, the Instagram account, so the world can see exactly what Joey is going to dream about tonight after the Dot uh, Comedy podcast. Yeah, I'm going to fuck a shark lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, folks, we've uh, come to the end of our show. Sharks. So that means that's that's another one of those other ones in the bag and in the books, folks. Uh, we want. I want to thank Mr. Omar Terrell for coming on in and uh, having a conversation. Oh wait, 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 wait! Hold on. The the line, kids actually came up with a name. That explains a lot. That explains that explains, it. That explains everything. Again, four we wanna, children ages eight to fourteen decided upon the name. We should let kids do things more often. Yeah, that's, that's a cool ass name. When you're when you're childish as we are, dot comedy, you will love that name <laughs> because it doesn't have any scientific meaning behind it. Nope. It's a ninja lantern shark. Oh, man, folks. But again, we want to thank Mr. Omar Terrell for coming on in, into the Dot Comedy Podcast and sitting and chilling with us for a little bit. Uh, again, he Why has a photo of Sharknado. He has his, Jesus. his show of Miss Paris Sachet, the Sachet Experience, on January 27th, Correct. Wednesday, January 27th, um, at Amsterdam Lounge. So come on out and join them and have have a couple laughs with those with those very funny people. Uh, Can't wait till the show's over to have a calamity. Jesus Christ, you're gonna kill yourself in that corner, Blue. 
he's dying over there. Coming but yeah. up also January thirty first at Zeba Bar. January thirty first Zeba Bar at seven p.m. The yeah. showcase, the winter showcase, the winter spectacular, the let it snow, the uh, let it go, the uh, and if you miss our, do our you want to build a snowman festival? I'll, if you I'll be there the if I don't wind up dying of the plague tonight. Yes, you will be. Uh, if you missed the Comic of the Year competition, all the finalists for the Comic of the Year competition Except will be there. Except for one, Mr. Grayson Scott will not be in attendance. We'll be working with him to uh, have him on at another later date. Uh, but this will be the culmination of hard work, dedication by the one, the only, Mr. Christopher Lawrence in becoming the Dot Comedy 2015 Comedian of the Year. So come on out, folks. Have a little, have a couple laughs with us. Have a couple beers at, at Zeba Bar, and have a cu- hookah because they and get they sell a lot of hookah. And as an added bonus, I believe there'll be an opportunity to roast me. So, if you were looking for an opportunity to mock me for all the crazy nonsense, any I comics, any out people now. out there who want to just openly mock Joseph Lafaro, please come on out to Zeba Bar on the thirty first. Uh, it is his birthday, so we are going to fry him up like it ain't nobody business. Like it's He's a fish fry away <laughs> from being burnt, brother, because <laughs> we, we are going to burn him. We're going to burn him like syphilis. We're going to burn him. But again, folks, this is Marcus, DJ Marcus, on I'll the Dot Comedy I'll Podcast. I'll shine bright. Joined by Intern Blue. Say what's up to the people, Blue. What's up, people? Peace out, everybody. And Joey LaFaro. Good night. For yeah, Jesse Rivas, Uncle BJ, and for Miss Candace August, uh, please tune in to Fire, uh, what's that? What's, what's, what's Jesse's podcast? Fighters, Fighters Block. block. Yeah, Fighters, Fighters block. block. Okay. Uh, Fighters Block, it is the um, the show with Jesse Rivas and Mr. Joe Gilpin, our uh, roast battle champion to end all champions. Uh, undisputed roast undis- battle champion. Undisputed roast battle champion is Mr. Uh, Mr. Joe Gilpin. So tune into that sometime. Um, and again, for the Dot Comedy family, I am DJ Marcus, and we love you because you love us. So keep spreading the word, telling people, emailing us each week on the Dot Comedy Passcast. Come on, let me see you just slide with me.